my slimes. This is another episode of the BB Chronicle. It is Friday, November. What are we in right now? I don't even know what day we're. It is Friday, November the twenty fifth. It is the day after Thanksgiving, Black Friday, and well, I promised I was going to be able to do a podcast on a Friday night, and after I don't know, like a month, I finally delivered, and I'm going to be doing my NFL. Uh, predictions podcast for this upcoming well I say upcoming for my Sunday's games um, I hope everybody had a great Thanksgiving excuse my manners but we had three games yesterday I, I, I say they were both pretty well you know some of the recent Thanksgiving games over the last couple of years um, I don't want to say they're lacking but a lot of blowouts I've always critiqued the NFL for not putting the very, very best teams on Thanksgiving. There's a way, if anybody's ever wondered that, there's a way that the NFL schedules Thanksgiving games. They, First of all, we you already know, the Lions and Dallas, um, they, get every, they get every year, of course, but you would figure they would put the elite of the elite. And actually, yesterday, I mean, there were some good teams. No, no shit. We had Buffalo. We had Dallas. The Giants, the Vikings, the Patriots. Uh, but I don't believe I don't believe I we've seen the Kansas City Chiefs on Thanksgiving since Mahomes became a quarterback in the National Football League, and it. The, the way the NFL uh, schedules these Thanksgiving games is they want to give out a good product, but they. They're not trying to put all of their elite, all of the eggs in one basket. I don't believe they're trying to just. I mean, there are. Here's this is the best way to explain it. The Patriots are trying to steal a day of the year, but they realize they can steal it with anybody on TV. They don't need to put Kansas City Buffalo on Thursday night on on Thanksgiving night. They know they don't have to. They know that – actually, and again, this this game was actually kind of nice, The uh, being able to put Patriots-Vikings on Thanksgiving night. But usually there's a couple lackluster games they've scheduled, and especially the Lions. Sometimes they'll put anybody to play the Lions. Uh, so, yeah, it, you put anybody against the Lions, you put anybody on – Thanksgiving night, you put anybody anybody against Dallas, but people are going to watch. There's no need to put Kansas City versus Buffalo. There's no need to put Miami versus uh, Baltimore or Buffalo or um, Dallas 49ers. There's no need to, and that's why they do it. And that's the other thing. They don't want to put all the eggs in one basket, and then Sunday's games are just absolute shit. There's a reason. They have to balance it out a little bit, you know, and in case anybody's ever wondered. But, yeah, yesterday's games, Buffalo barely beats the Lions. Hey, the Lions, they're no pushover. They're no pushover. Um, Buffalo gets a, a big win thanks to that. Thanks to the late uh, late game theatrics, heroicism, whatever you want to call it. Dallas gets a big win over the Giants. Shitty first half, but the boys got it done. Eight and three. Not only do they sweep the not only do they sweep the Giants in this regular season, but 
they're now game over them. <laughs> they have the tiebreaker, uh, the tiebreaker over them. So great win, and the Minnesota Vikings were able to pull a huge, you know, in a back and forth game, a huge win over the New England Patriots. Very controversial call at the end of the game. Very, very controversial call. I believe it was a touchdown by the Patriots, but shit, what else can you say? Hey, you got to give the Vikings credit. They're not known for playing well in big games. They just came from getting humiliated uh, not even five uh, yeah, five days ago. So major uh, major bounce back. I thought New England's defense was going to give them a hell. They, they did great. Mac Jones played one of the best games of his career. Uh and they did a great job moving the ball. They they really struggled in the red zone. Red zone, red zone. That's what really hurt them. But those games have now passed. And we have a slate of 13 games for this upcoming Sunday. That is right, 13 games. There is no team on a bye week this season. Uh, this season, on this week, excuse me. So let's get to the predictions. For the first game, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. At Cleveland Browns, both teams going in complete opposite directions. I got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The, there hasn't been much to the Cleveland Browns to suggest they're going to pull off this win. It wouldn't shock me. It wouldn't shock me. They can the way they can run the ball, but if you're going to rely on Jacoby Brissett, I mean, think about it: Jacoby Brissett versus Tom Brady. Who do you take? I understand Tampa Bay has had a difficult time running the ball. I don't believe it's going to hurt them in this game particularly. Despite the edge rushes that Cleveland possesses, it's it's been that kind of year on defense. Talent-wise, they should have enough talent to have competed more throughout the year. That that is the reason the Browns are a 3 and 8 team. If anybody's wondered, there's a reason the Browns are 3 and 8 this season. Yes, they don't have um an elite an elite starting quarterback. Uh, three and seven, excuse me, the Browns. Quarterback is not really the only reason they're three and seven, guys. They they're missing something defensively. They were supposed to be among one of the best defenses in the league. I'm not saying that we are expecting them to be the ninety, uh, the eighty five Bears or something like that, but we we were expecting bigger things out of the Browns, and some of those star players have showed up, but mm, haven't really seen it much. They also like. Re, um, more depth at receiver. Amari Cooper's been balling out though, but no, I. It's gonna be a lost year, and I don't see them just rebounding with this. Say they win, I don't. I don't see them building off of it. Besides, when Deshaun Watson gets back, um, when does he get? He might get. He might be back next week, but j- j- just picture this: he comes back next week. He might be coming back to a three and eight team. Literally, he would need to go six and zero to get this team into the playoffs. And, and, and I don't know. Let's just say, let's just let's just say, Cleveland wins um, on Sunday. They pull off an upset. I mean, he would still have to go like five and one to end the year, wouldn't he? I don't know, man. It, it the Deshaun Watson. You know, early in the year, it was something to look forward to. Maybe not for other NFL fans, but for Cleveland fans at least. Um, if winning was all they cared about, I guess. But now that that's a lost season. Even even if Deshaun Watson comes back and really gets his team over the hump, there's no way. There's no way they're going to make the playoffs. 
I, I just don't see them. I just don't see them finishing undefeated to end the year. Um, the rest of the way. On top of that, Deshaun Watson has not played a football game since 2020. Since the 2020 season, he hasn't played a football game. Talk about rust. Talk about having to get back into the in, into the groove of things right before December, or, or right in December actually. So. No, I, I don't see it. The the point for the goal for the Browns this year was to be around five hundred. Literally, if the Browns were five and five right now, and then well, say they lose this game and they're five and six, I like their chances of making the playoffs. I really do. The whole point of the season was to be around five hundred by the time Deshaun Watson gets back. By the time Deshaun Watson gets back, they'll be three and eight. <laughs> they they're already up be out of pretty much theoretically eliminated from the playoffs. And for Tampa Bay, I, I think they're finding the groove a little bit. They are still flawed. They are still flawed. They are what they are, but we did know they have more talent than what the hell they've been producing. And I don't see the Falcons, uh, no offense, Falcons fans, but I don't see the Falcons catching up. This is the week where the Buccaneers separate themselves from Atlanta, and, and I'll explain why. Next game up. Cincinnati Bengals at Tennessee Titans. I believe this is, I'm not even joking. I believe this is the game of the week, um, of the Sunday, of the Sunday slate at least. This is the game of the day. This game should be, this game should be flexed out for the um, America's game of the week. The fact that they did not flex out the Los Angeles Rams at Kansas City Chiefs. It is a it is a goddamn shame. I don't know how many meat riders for Patrick Mahomes are, but nobody wants to see him put an ass kicking to the Los Angeles Rams. Who, who who's gonna be their quarterback? Bryce Perkins. They they have nobody out there. They're not even Cooper Cup out there. The Rams are a a complete shell of themselves from last season, and they're gonna go to Arrowhead and just get slaughtered. And that's America's game of the week. They, they're they telling me that they couldn't just decide, you know what, let's just flex it out. Let's put it at 1 o'clock. Let's uh, put the Cincinnati Bengals at Tennessee Titans. Uh, I don't know, a game where, a, a game that features two teams who met each other in the playoffs last season. Two teams that one of them is 6-4, and four, the other one is 7-3. and uh, three. Yeah, 7-3. I had to double check. A game that has large playoff implications. You're telling me that game doesn't mean more? Or are you or or let me guess. They didn't flex it out because Patrick Mahomes is playing. I, I I'm sick of it. I'm sick of it. I cannot believe that, that that's what's going on. I really don't. But as mad as I am, this is the game of the day. And I have the Cincinnati Bengals winning. They're a two and a half point favorite. I got them winning. It's gonna be a good one, man. It's gonna be a close one. It could have come down to the same shit they came down to last year. But you got to understand, they will be having no Joe Mixon in this game. From what I've heard, from what I've seen at least, he should he should be out with a concussion. He should be out with a concussion. Jamar Chase is questionable for this game, actually. And I, I probably expect him to play. But Joe Mixon being out, and not that they've ran the ball to their fullest over the last couple of weeks, but... That's still something. That's still something. You're going to see a lot of shades of 2021 Cincinnati Bengal football. And I, these teams on offense could not play any more different. 
and I know, and I know the Titans are coming off a week where they actually did a great job throwing the football, but they could not play offense any more differently. Ones and more, especially for this game, the Bengals are going to throw the ball a lot, and the Titans are going to run the ball a lot. That's it's what they excel at, and. Derrick Henry is a key. Like in like in every game they win or lose, Derrick Henry gets shut out. And it's tough for them to win. It's tough for Danico Autry. I think I believe he's the one who's gonna he's gonna be out for this game. I think Simmons uh, is questionable. They, they, they need Simmons at least out there. They need Simmons at least out there. This is a close one. This is a close one. But Cincinnati, they seem they seem to start figuring things out now. They they seem like they're figuring things out. I, I think the Titans defense can play a great game. They can they can make they can make shit hard on a quarterback, but oh no. I, I don't see it. I, I don't see it. And and that's the thing. If if the Titans fall behind, I don't see Ryan Tannehill being able to lead a comeback or get a clutch uh possession in the fourth quarter. That's really what ended up happening in the playoffs last year. And I think we're gonna probably see a repeat of it again. They have to get they have to get up on the Bengals early and take it from there. But this is an awesome game. They could be meeting again in the playoffs. Next game up, the Houston Texans at Miami Dolphins. It, it's gonna be a bloodbath. The Miami Dolphins are gonna beat the living hell out of them. Uh, Houston's best player is not even playing. Uh Derek Singley Jr. Or one of their best players, excuse me. Yeah, it's it's a wrap. The Dolphins are going to how much are they going to win by? 30, 40, 50 points. I don't know. They're going to kill them. They're going to they're going to they're going to slaughter these guys. I'm sorry. Next game up. Chicago Bears at New York Jets. Um there's there's interesting dynamics in this game. Look, the I got the Jets I got the New York Jets winning. 6 point favorite. They might just cover the damn spread. Justin Fields might be playing. I I don't I've been look, I've been hearing so many mixed things about Fields over the last week. I have no freaking clue if he's really gonna play. He's, he's on the questionable list. He's on the questionable list. Uh, I just wouldn't bet my money on him playing. But either way, that Jets defense is going to I mean, they <laughs> it's one of the best defenses in football for a reason. And they keep every game close. Matter of fact, they they single handedly will win you games if they need to. And this might be one of those games. Uh the Jets, obviously, there's been a lot of trouble. For a six and four team, you know, if you told me the Jets are going to be six and four, there's going to be a lot of drama going on, and at quarterback, I would have been laughing at you two years ago if you told me that. There's quarterback drama and controversy in the in for the New York Jets, and they're six and four. Golly, no, and, and that's the situation that's going on right now with the Jets. Uh, but. There will be no Zach Wilson for this week. Robert Sala first announced that he's not, I mean, he's not just going to give him the job for this week. And then he announced Mike White is going to be the starting quarterback. Mike freaking White. Look, honestly, this is a big one for Mike White. If he balls out, oh, it, it might be his job now. Um, but if he plays average, just good enough, it gives the Jets a better shot than they did with Wilson. That's the thing. The Jets just need a decent quarterback play. They need an average quarterback out there. And they'll literally be a much better football team than they are right now. It's scary to think, huh? But Zach Wilson is holding this team back. Holding them back. And 
regardless of who's their quarterback, whether it's White or Flacco, it's going to give them a better shot. The Patriots lost last night, so they're back in third place. They, If the playoffs started today, they would be in the playoffs, I believe. So, yeah, I got the Jets. Uh, it, it could be an ugly game. If, if there's a game where Justin Fields comes back down to earth, it might be this one. It could well be. It could be this one. It really could. Atlanta Falcons at Washington Commanders is the next game. This behind the Cincinnati-Tennessee game. Guys, this might be one of the most important games. This might be the second most important game of the week. I'm not even capping right now. This could actually be the second. I'm looking down the list. This has to be the second most important game of the week. There are two teams that, I mean, you heard me say it, and you're probably rolling your eyes like they're you're, you're fucking kidding, right? No, the the Commanders are six and five right now, and the Falcons are five and six. This has large playoff implications. I'm picking the Washington Commanders to to beat the Atlanta Falcons. They have better players in them. They're a, they're a lot hotter than them right now. That front seven is is just terrorizing teams right now, left and right. O-line is playing better. The run game is starting to set up. Heineke gives his team confidence. They got playmakers. I don't know, man. At home, this is theirs to lose. And, and the Atlanta Falcons, the way they've been able to run the football, it gives them a shot in any game. The special teams gives them a shot. Um, Their defense is, I mean, if only the if only the defense was able to play well, but Atlanta just always fears to stick around in any football game. This could this could be a close game. If anybody's going to blow each other out, it, it, it's going to be the the Commanders. The Commanders are playing great at at a opportunistic time. That the only way I can see Atlanta really really winning this one is Heineke just having a shitty game. If Heineke has a shitty game where he's he has two three picks. The Falcons, they'll, they'll take advantage of that. It's how the teams like the Falcons stick around. They wait for you to fuck up, and and they're right back in it. And they're right back in it. If, if they can run the ball, if they can get 150 rushing yards in this game, it, it, it could be a good one. It could be a good one. It's whichever quarterback can fuck up less, but let's think about it. The Commanders still have a much better team, in my opinion. And the Commanders could be 7-5 uh, and five after this game. They're not a joke anymore, man. They started off what one and four. One and four. They started off and five and one the last six games. Uh next game up, Denver Broncos at Carolina Panthers. Yeah, if there's a candidate for worst game of the week, it might be this one. No offense whatsoever for this game. They're one they're the offenses are just pathetic. They're, they're some of the worst in in the league. Unwatchable. And one team should have an elite quarterback, but they don't. The other just they, they don't even have a uh, NFL quality starter. It's it's so bad right now in Carolina, guys. They're going with Sam Darnold, the guy who they were dying to bench last year, and, and they ended up benching him. Yeah, that's the man right now. P.J. Walker was hurt. And he wasn't all that. And Mayfield was horrendous. And that's the guy that's the man now. For now, Sam Darnold. They're rolling with Sam freaking Darnold. It's going to be an ugly game for both quarterbacks, dog. This is one of those games where it's going to be ugly for both offenses. And 
at the end of the day, because the defenses are so good, Denver's might be better, but Carolina's defense has kept them in games too, at least somewhat competitive. I have to give the edge to Denver just because they have a much more talented roster than Carolina. And I mean much more talented. And even Russell Wilson, as shitty as he's playing right now, as, as shitty as he's played all year, he's still better than what the hell Carolina has to offer. So got to give him the edge. Next game up, Baltimore Ravens at Jacksonville Jaguars. Ladies and gentlemen, my upset of the week. I think the Jacksonville Jaguars are going to upset the Ravens. I don't like picking. I don't like doing too many upset predictions because I think they're stupid. I think some people just do it, just say "fuck it, roll the dice." I, I'm more realistic. Whether I get the time that these experts do to review film and talk to player, like all that stuff, I just I'm just realistic. But with this game, I have a gut feeling about them. The Jaguars may be three and seven. No, I'm not. I'm not joking. The Jaguars might be three and seven, but they have a, a point. A point. They have a plus nine point differential. That's unbelievable. That means that they have scored more points than they've given up. Usually, that's for teams that are around five hundred. Usually, they are not, which means they're losing too many close games that they should not have been losing. The Ravens' offense is scaring me for the wrong reasons. They, their passing offense in particular, I don't like how they played last week. Lamar Jackson's numbers are looking a little off, especially in the passing game. The if the ja- the Jaguars know what they want to do, it's how they fit. It's how they close games out that just irritates everybody and they pisses me off. Travis Etienne could have himself a big game. I understand Baltimore's defense uh, and the way they've been playing, but if Lamar Jackson comes here and throws a couple picks against the Jaguars. If they stink up the bed again, I don't think the Jaguars are going to be that unforgiving. I just have a feeling about this game. I have a feel. Here's the thing with the Ravens. No one's talking about some of their issues because they're winning. If they lose this game, I think now everybody can start talking about it. That That's how the problems are going to be resolved for Baltimore. They're going to have to lose a game to really get their attention on what they can improve on. Because right now, Cincinnati, you could, you could argue they're playing – Right at their level, maybe even better. Baltimore, they have the talent to win any game, to be anybody. But there's some flaws in offense. There's just some flaws in offense, no juice in the passing game. And this is going to be their wake-up call. Next game up, the Las Vegas Raiders at Seattle Seahawks. I don't know why I thought about this game so much. I just thought to myself, hey, maybe the Raiders make a little run here. And I might regret this pick because I'm picking the Seattle Seahawks. I'm picking the harder team, the 6-4 and four team, the three-point favorite. I believe they're going to be 7-4, and four, but this is one of those that can haunt me. I, I wouldn't be shocked if the Raiders pulled off this win. Um, but look, no, Se- Seattle's defense is... The, the way they've been playing over the last couple weeks, over the last month, I should say, it's spectacular. Devontae Adams will be the only guy they have to worry about. Other than that, they should be fine. The way they run the football, it's just breathtaking. It's breathtaking. Everybody's playing at a high level. As long as Geno Smith is ground, is kept grounded, I like Seattle's chances at home. 
And while they're not better than the Niners, I believe they're going to be able to make a run at the playoffs. They, they really might just be able to pull it off. The team they're going to have to worry about is the Commanders. It's Trust me, when I say this, I'm already going to call it. I think it's going to come down to the Commanders and Seattle for that last wild card spot. Just just wait for it. Just If anybody who's listening to this, just wait for it. That last game of the season, it might come down to Seattle, Washington. Um, next game up. Why, why am I even talking about this one? The Rams at Chiefs. The Chiefs. I'm just moving on. I'm just moving on at, at this point. Uh, next game up, New Orleans Saints at San Francisco 49ers. Is it me or the Saints have a boatload of injuries in every single game? I, every injury report, there's like seven players I recognize on their injury list. It, it, it's bad for the New Orleans Saints. They can beat teams and hang around against teams that are on their level, but this is not on their level. This is one of the Super Bowl favorites, in my opinion. The San Francisco 49ers, they're just going to shit all over these guys. It's not going to be its not going to be funny. I got the 49ers. They're a nine-point favorite. They might just pull it off. The Sunday night football game, Green Bay Packers at Philadelphia Eagles. <laughs> Look, last time, last time I said the Packers were going to get their butts whooped on national TV, they ended up they ended up whooping the Cowboys instead. Um, this is a little different. They're going up. They're going up to Philadelphia, and unless Christian Watson and Alan Lazard just start running laps over these um, over these defenders in the secondary, I, I, I like Philadelphia. And that, that's the thing too. The difference between Philly and Dallas. I like the Philly secondary a whole lot more i like him a whole lot more you could argue who's better between trayvon diggs and darius slay you could argue all you want but at the end of the day after trayvon diggs i don't like what i see from the dallas secondary no offense anthony brown's okay but i mean still he gets he he gets mossed in a couple plays and or uh, penalized philadelphia secondary but they're all around scary they are all around scared. I think that what they are still missing is, um, I don't know, another interior defensive lineman. That you could run the ball on them, and that's a strength that the Packers have. That's something that they can live off by. But like Dallas learned the other week, don't let this team hang around with you. Just kill them while you have the chance. Philadelphia needs to do this. Enforce their will. Run the hell out of the football. Don't don't make Jalen Hurts have to. Do it all himself. He doesn't have to. I like Philadelphia. I didn't really have to talk too much about this game, but I'm just trying to like give you some reference. The Eagles have been in two close games now the last two weeks. And, you know, the Packers are the Packers. There's not a lot to offer, but they still have enough talent if they just one day decide to wake up. And actually, that should be it. The other game is the Monday Night Football game. Steelers Colts. It's a real shit show, but the Indianapolis Colts are a, a little bit of a better team. I like how they've been playing a, a little better. Uh, I guess Jeff Saturday's uh re um what's that word called? He's reincarnated Matt Ryan at least for now, and they they need to get that run game going somehow. I wonder how much T.J. Watt's going to affect this game. That pass rush could ha- have large implications in this game. That. The trenches, that's where the Steelers are going to be able to have their best shot. My only concern with Pittsburgh, this I can see Pittsburgh winning. I have Indianapolis winning, but, oh, this is one where Pittsburgh could win. 
they the question for Pittsburgh is what the hell are they going to do on offense and how much Kenny Pickett needs to have a great 60 minutes take care of the football Najee Harris needs to be he needs to have over 100 scrimmage yards but Pittsburgh it's too much of what ifs with Pittsburgh this season and not enough of actually what they what they can do Indianapolis defense is they're the ones who are going to save the day. I don't expect Matt Ryan to throw for 300 yards. I don't expect Jonathan Taylor to rush for 100. I expect their defense to win them the game. It's going to be a low-scoring football game. Other than that, this is it for me. Hope everybody's had a great rest of the week. Oh, I hope everybody's enjoying the World Cup games as well. I know they're a blast. I, I need a. I actually need to do a podcast on that. I know I'm I'm missing a lot of the games because of work. I it's the one thing I hate about them being in the morning, but fuck it, gotta live with that. But yeah, I hope all my slimes have had a great week, great Thanksgiving week as well. And what can you say? Happy holidays now. Hope all my slimes uh stay up. And well, one more thing, this slime is out of here.